Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Blackness Fantasy. Me, Robert. With me, Pete. Man like Mo. You know how we do. We out. Two here. weeks until Christmas. Whoop, whoop, whoop in the house. It is two weeks until Christmas. Hey, so where did your Christmas tree go? My Christmas tree oh, is still there. It's behind you. You know what, yeah? I was proper on like, yeah, we ain't getting this, we ain't getting that. Two twos. I see a delivery coming to the house today. Um, like, like, like reindeers. Like, what's, what's going on? What's going on? I'm not sending for you. <laughs> but the thing, the thing is, yeah, it's like I saw it and I'm like, yo, how are we like one, one, like step at a time stepping back? Because we've got like lights on the front window we put lights in layers room we've got tinsel here we've got tinsel there <laughs> tutus we've got standing light up reindeers but but her. but let me finish it no, but me. when we when i saw the thing up i was like you know what it actually looks good like it actually looks good he says with his I'm wife like, in the background <laughs> no I, i've said it to her already i've said it to her already Listen. <laughs> i don't know why you're coming Listen. coming Excuse me. <laughs> Basically, okay, we're not having a tree because it's pagan in it, right? We They're having reindeers. <laughs> Are they not God's creations? Our tree is not God's creations. <laughs> but what did they use the tree for? For oxygen. No, no. That, no. They use it to do rituals, yeah? To sacrifice to their gods. Yeah. The reindeer... <laughs> And if they had donkeys, I would have got donkeys because they're more um, linked to the Christmas story. But... Yeah, you don't see reindeers anywhere in the, in, in the, in the stables, in the manger. You see them with Santa? You see them with Santa? You see them with that fat white guy that takes credit for all the stuff that you guys buy? Come down so, your chimneys. Not my, not my kids. They know Santa's not real. But Leia has been really upset that we haven't got a tree and she's telling her friends, saying, we haven't got a tree. And they're like, oh my gosh. How sad. So I just wanted to like do something to still give her the feeling that Christmas is here, you know? Oh, read your Bible. We will know that Christmas is here. <laughs> watch Passion of the Christ. Get, you know get that, Leia to watch Passion of the Christ. Yo, I'm going. At six years old, what you kind know? Of parenting? <laughs> no, I, I feel the kids can watch anime at six and see all the blood and stuff. They can watch the Passion of the Christ. Nah, I, anime nah, is wild. Nah, anime nah. is absolutely wild. No. Nah. Fam, how, how am I watching? Um, I see this clip on YouTube talking about One Punch Man. Now, um, I've forgotten the One Punch, his actual name. Saitama. Saitama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see the android that, that's yeah, meant to be this. Yeah. Yeah. So he's fighting, he falls down, and then a the girl comes up to him and goes, Get up. If you win this fight, I'll sit on your face. I'm like, Wait, what? Come on. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? He's oh. an android. He's an android. Bro, what? He's like, what is happening? I didn't know One Punch Man went there. Yeah. Well, mm. they even like draw the outline of, of the nipples on, on their female characters and all that stuff. How, fam, you've been paying attention. Fam, there's nipples there, the nipples there, in it. 
Yeah, <laughs> I just watch summaries, man. <laughs> and that's why you're unhappy in life, Peter. I'm very happy. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm very happy. Thank you people, very much. People who are happy don't have to say that they're happy. How about that? Are you sad? No, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Man just contradicted himself. I'm a hypocrite, but it works for me. What can I say? What can I say? Who's in the hot seat? I think it's Robert. I think it's me. I think it's me, you know. No, I think it's no, me. No, 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 because you were the week before yeah. me and I was last week. So, okay. sh- shall I go first? Yeah, go yeah, for yeah. it. You can do your t- I thought it was me, so. You're, you're a prep four questions. I mean, it can yeah. be if you want to, that's me. No, no, no. Hold your, hold your L, fam. <laughs> hold your hot L. Being the hot seat is not an L. It's, no, it's not. It's, it will be when you're trying to answer. No, if I don't know, I don't know. I'll say it probably with my chest. <laughs> All right. Speaking of things you don't know, Robert, how do you know if you're being the best version of yourself? Oof. Mm. Um, I, f- I feel like it's a very subjective question depending on your mindset that you have of yourself at the time. Okay. Um, because if you think that yeah, if you think that you're being like 10 kilograms overweight, it's okay, and you're doing great, <laughs> then in your head, you're doing great. Mm. Um, I guess, I, I don't think you, you can ever be the best version of yourself, but I think you can always be striving to better yourself. Um, yeah, I, I, I never liked the concept of being the best version of yourself because that kind of leaves no space for improvement. Mm. If so we take you, the word best at its definition, <laughs> mm. so you would say it's a better it's a better thing to strive to be better than yeah to want to reach a point where you are the best version of yourself. Yeah, because being human, there's no such thing as being the best. You know, um, Hussein Bolt holds the, the 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 title for fastest man. In a few years, someone might break that. Mm. No. And he, he he's the best now. It doesn't mean that he is the best. You know, that was a record before he broke it. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. yeah so 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 if you can be better than you were yesterday, or be a bit more along in the goals that you set, I think you're doing the right job. Mm. Just don't do crack cocaine. Mm. So it's, it's it's almost like progress over perfection. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Oh, like oh, I'm happy with that. I like that nice little motivational um, one for you guys yeah, yeah 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 yeah. um so um i'm racking my brain racking my brain <laughs> how how do you personally do you discern if god is leading you in a direction to do something Um, and I know that's very like the parameters. There's no specifics in terms of whether it's like get married or apply for this job or wear these shoes, but just like a general outline in terms of how how God confirms, like when He is leading you and doing something, how you kind of feel Him, him confirming stuff to you. You go grab the you 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 may man throw him. <laughs> Draw lots. Um, I think for me, um, I'll pray about it, I'll journal, um, and 
I think I know, like, I know, like, I know the feeling I get in my heart when I know, okay, this is like, this really isn't what God wants me to do. Mm. Whether I follow that, it's a different story. <laughs> I like that honesty. Um, yeah, and I think that um, if I feel like what I'm doing, one is it in, in, in line with God's will and um, it's honoring to Him. Um, I feel like he will make a way until he doesn't. And then okay, I think, okay, maybe now's the time to stop this. <laughs> like you go for a bit, um, come against the wall, push against the wall a bit, because, you know, sometimes war doesn't mean stop. It means um, that now's the time to put a bit more faith in God and ask him to help me get over this hurdle. Um, but sometimes the wall is a wall. <laughs> you can't break through it. Um, All right. I think... I think my problem is sometimes I will spend too much time pushing against the wall trying to force it to move. Mm. Right, so let me... I'd, I'd like to pit, pit it to Peter as well, but I'll add, I'll add a second part to it and then Peter can potentially take both parts if he wants to uh, answer it. Do you believe that God has a... This, this may fall into, like, sovereignty and predestination and whatever, but do you believe that God has a predetermined path that he wants you to follow or he works through whatever decisions you make? I think he's got, he's got a plan. Uh, and, and the Bible says he's got a plan. Does it? He knows the plans he has for us, plans for, mm. you know, plans for good. So he's got a plan for us. And I think by virtue of the fact that we have fallen short of his glory, glory, the word there also being, um, opinion or being um, a, a state uh, I, I would say God had an original opinion that he wanted us to meet or original standard mm. that he wanted to meet that we've all fallen short of so I think he's got a plan um, but I think and I think you described this and I think it's along the lines of God's sovereignty and the Calvinist definition of it where God's got his sort of plan or his sort of a a, a a radius within which mm. we are allowed to sort of do what we what we want to do um i think that's a good illustration i think my the, the way i see it is slightly different in that i think both things are true where god has a plan that he wants us to follow and yet has given us the ability to make our own decisions and and to mm. do what we want to do and not sort of direct or control what we're doing so mm. we're given for lack of a better word sovereignty over our existence to a certain degree so i'm able to decide i'm going to <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> i can't even make the joke if i was if it was before i'd be able to make the joke okay i can decide i'm going to slap robert you know and that might not be god's plan but i have sovereignty over my hands and he wouldn't allow it he wouldn't allow it <laughs> God's sovereignty over my face is too powerful. Do <laughs> you see what I mean? So I think God has a plan, but by virtue of his um, His infinite power, he has managed to give us autonomy um, mm. and, and sort of, you know, t- works all those things together for good, works everything that I decide as well for good, um, for, 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 his, for his purpose. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. With regards to sort of that first part, for me, I think, and then I think Robert sort of, I, I agree with Robert in that via a process of trial and error and maturity, um, I, I've come to know what is, what, what God's 
voice sort of feels like sounds like um to me uh, and more often than not I also by virtue of growth and maturity and and by God's grace um will have a measure of uh, a measure in the bible a standard in the bible that I can weigh it against to make sure that it falls in line so it's a combination of those two what I've come to know is God's voice via you know years of dealing with what, what what is my voice what is my desire what is my guts etc um and having the word to measure it against so robert you're gonna say something yeah i was gonna say also just 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 to be careful not to uh rely on hearing god's voice that one way for your whole entire life because god can decide that he wants to switch up how he wants to um talk to you yeah facts and just following on with that from, 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 from that second question, um, I do think that um, God, yeah, God is sovereign. God, uh, like Peter said, God's got an overall plan for the world. And if I was going to put it in a metaphor, I do believe that God has a, um, almost like a book on everyone, on if you wanted to live the, the most godly life ever, this is what you do, this is what you should do, this is what you should do. Um, but but if you deviate from it, he will allow it if it remains the parameters. Like he might try and stay, stay, stay back onto the path that he wants for you. Mm. Like in the case of people like Jonah, <laughs> I was in the will. <laughs> he said, "No, you're going to deliver." <laughs> yes. Um, but um, yeah, but but I think that God gives space, knowing that um, that that His will will be done. Regardless of what we do or don't do, I see Peter's having fun in the in, in the chat there. <laughs> but yeah, oh, this is the fake one, but 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 this one actually fits. Um. Anyway, yeah, so that's it. I happy that one, Moses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say what what's, yeah. what's been your experience? How do you know when God is so th- leading you? And I also think, the answer it's... to that second question as well. Yeah, I, th- I think um, there definitely is is a sense of growing in sensitivity to God's leadership um, and growing in recognition of, all right, I do feel like this is God. And I feel like um, in as much as there is that inner peace and inner assurance, I am very fortunate that I am married now. So there's always somebody else to be able to be like, all right, cool. Like, it's not just like, regardless of how little or how big it may be, if I feel like God is leading me in something, I discuss it with my wife. And thankfully she's at a place in her discernment as well, where she's able to like either confirm or to like push back on certain things to kind of help with that process. Um, But whenever there is that internal conviction of like, this is, this is what I feel God is saying. She's like, all right, cool. Yeah, let's do it. And again, there's that affirmation, there's that, right, cool, let's move forward. Um, so, yeah, there's that growth, maturity, and also the benefit of, of a community that will either affirm or, um, or not, not dissuade, but just um, point different things out. Challenge. Um, challenge, that's the word. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that in a, in a conviction, but also a community around me, and I, I know I only mentioned GEMS, um, but there is like a wider community as well. But James is the most immediate one and the one whose voice who holds the most amount of weight um, in decision making. 
So like even it's random, but I would like speak to my six-year-old and be like, oh, what do you think about this? And kind of get her stuff, get her opinion as well. And I even be like, oh, like, all right, ask Jesus if, if daddy should do this and kind of get her along that those lines as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's something of growth. There's, there's, there's almost like an inner peace that I have. And there's a sense of um, conviction that, okay, this this is the path I need to go down, irrespective of whatever fears or challenges or whatever I may have around it. There's still this sense of, no, this is the path that I need to go down. Um, and that also ties into the second answer, which is I heard someone say um, that God's will is more like a field than a tightrope. So it's like within the field, you've got the fence, which almost acts as the parameters, the boundaries. And within that field, you get to run anywhere within it. And you know that you're still within God's will, um, as opposed to a tightrope where it's like, I, I, I need to make the right decision between A or B. Mm-hmm. If I choose A when it's meant to be B, then I've fallen out of God's will. But it's like, so long as you're still within that that field, if you choose B, it's still within the field. So it's still within the parameters of what God is using. Um, And I felt like that analogy was very helpful um, and very liberating because I had been seeing it from the perspective of it being a tightrope and having to make the right decisions at every given time, moment in time, and not recognizing that God is big enough to even take into consideration my quote-unquote mistakes or the wrong decisions that I may be making. Um, and I think it's, um, it was John MacArthur that had a book that I was talking about being in the will of God and how do you know that you're in the will of God? And he essentially boiled it down to, um, if you're seeking to live a godly life, you're in the will of God. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously for some things, it may not be that helpful. Should I take this or that job? It, like that's not necessarily helpful, but um, but I also think that could be a bit tricky if, if depending on what your def- definition of ugly life is. Hopefully, um, that definition will be guided by the Bible. I mean, some people clear, so, yeah. so, so some people can say that oh, I'm a millionaire. That must mean I'm living a godly life because God is giving me all these millions. Yeah, it depends on how you get the millions. God gave it to me. Hey, who's seen who's prostitution? Seen, uh... <laughs> You've seen the video on YouTube, yeah. <laughs> because we could this. <laughs> I think I think it was a I think it was a um ah I forgot whatever TikTok or whatever. Um this Nigerian don was talking to Siri and was like, How Siri, how do I protect myself from blood rituals? And then Siri goes, No need to protect yourself. Three of your uncles have already used you. Yes. <laughs> It's like, yo, how do you know if you're in the will of God when you're doing blood rituals? You're, you're, yeah, like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm happy with that. That was good. Nice answers. All right, let's get into the topic for today. So, two topics kind of linked with 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 a connecting theme of crack cocaine. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if you heard, but. In Parliament, the MPs be doing cocaine, bro. I'm not surprised. I haven't heard like, this now. 
<laughs> yes. I haven't heard it, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, so so the, 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 there's a bit of a crackdown um, on he's doing cocaine and marijuana <laughs> inside the House of Parliament. Come on, Come like on. for real, for real. Um, they did, um, they they did tests in like eleven buildings, yeah. um, like a parliamentary building, no, twelve buildings. They found traces of cocaine in eleven of them. Wow. Including <laughs> the bathrooms closest to Boris Johnson and Pretty Patel's offices. Take from that what you will, what you would. <laughs> Come on. Come That's on. mad. And there was even one MP even had his supplier on government payroll. I feel like they've caught one MP and they know who his supplier is. Yeah. So wow. no, so like so like so like they, they know who he is. We don't know, which means he's probably still got his job <laughs> be the MP. Wow. That's man wild. Said on the government payroll. Yeah, man, that's man, wild. Us man paying taxes, yeah, for you to, yeah, that's that's, that's wild. big. That's big. Yeah, you man are milking the system. Yeah? yeah. So as Christians, but also as people, you know, and and, and, and like we we've also been hearing stories about this um, Christmas party that's been happening last year. Yeah. In in Wait, number what, 10 sorry. so I, I I don't watch much news, so okay. I'm like <laughs> so it it came out like last week that whilst we were in lockdown last year, hmm. there were like a couple of Christmas parties at number 10. Okay. And when it was supposed to be lockdown, people weren't supposed to be meeting anyone. Yeah. And everyone's outraged. And then like whenever like a politician goes onto onto the news. Does say, oh, I had no idea about these parties. I never heard a thing. About, I wasn't there. I never heard a thing. But if there were parties, I'm sure they would have followed the protocols at the time. Mm. Even the protocols <laughs> that said, I've said people shouldn't be mixing. <laughs> there should be no more parties. Smart answers. Yeah. And this was a time when they were handing out like ten thousand pound fines to people who haven't party to more than thirty people. Mm. Um. So yeah. And, and then you have words just to talk about Peppa Pig. It is, it is, it is. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, at times it can be very frustrating to watch this government have one rule for them, one rule for us. Um, do you think that we should be like, forget it. if you guys are going to break the rules, that means we can break the rules too? Or should we follow the rules because the rules are the rules? I think where the rules are designed to sort of keep people safe, follow them. You know, if, if they're designed to keep people safe, follow them. And I say that because I don't necessarily look to any of these politicians as a standard of morality on any level. So I don't, I'm not doing what they do. Uh, and, and I'm not, I'm not looking to them like I'm going to do what you do. I'm looking to them like I'm hoping that you guys have consulted with medical professionals and scientists and these rules you're coming up with are the best advice scientifically that we can give to keep people safe and I'm following it for that reason so I don't I, I like I said I don't even I didn't even know about half of these things um so yeah I, I think just because the person given the rules isn't obeying them if the rules are designed to keep you safe you still do them I have literally heard, I've literally heard on like one love and hip hop. And this is actually, so you guys know Papoose and Remy Ma. Mm. Not the Papoose. Yeah, yeah. I know them because dope rappers, you know, Terror Squad. Alphabetical Slaughter. <laughs> Alphabetical mm. Slaughter. Yeah. But I literally watched them say, 
on TV, on, on national, well, I say national TV, on Love and Hip Hop, their reality show, or do what I say, not what I do. And this is actually an actual, this is an actual mantra that they have in their house that you're <laughs> supposed to follow. Oh, okay. It's silly. In their house and every, and, and every African household ever. Well, you'd hope, you'd hope it's do what yeah. I do and I'm doing what I say, you know, but yeah. So that's, that's my thing is at the end of the day, regardless of whether or not they're keeping the law, if those laws are given legitimately to keep us safe, I'd say follow it. You know what? There was a video of Charlemagne. <clears throat> I'm, I'm bringing up bare videos today, but there was a video of Char- um, Charlemagne and, um, and a breakfast show. I think it was a breakfast show. Um, that's, his, yeah. that's his show. Yeah. Um, talking about he didn't understand his dad. But there was one time oh, with, saying his dad um, used to beat him. Andrew Schultz, that's a brilliant idiot. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. their podcast. Um, <laughs> dad used to beat him for no reason, yeah. And at one time, he was following his dad. His dad runs a stop sign. So he follows his dad and run, runs the stop sign. His dad parks up, comes up to his car, <laughs> asks him, what were you doing? He winds down his window and his dad just beats him for doing the exact same thing that he did. So even right now, where it's like, do what I say, not what I do. It's just like, yo. But yeah, I think here's the thing for me. Um, yes, like Corona is serious. And you, I, I would assume that you would want to do what would keep you, um, give you the greatest chance of survival. Mm. Which if if scientifically speaking, it's self-isolating and stuff like that, then and like lateral flow tests on a regular basis and stuff like that. And even like um, tapping in and checking in in different spaces so that if other people who have been in contact within those spaces around the time that you were there, were there, have got COVID, then at least you'd be alerted so that you'd be like, all right, cool. Like, let me just make sure that I'm cool. But obviously, if you're, so if doing all of those things there, like washing your hands, keeping the um, windows open and stuff like that, it, it gives you a greater chance of kind of surviving this, this time. It does feel very hypocritical and it does feel very um, infuriating to almost be like, um, we're being told to do X, but you lot are doing Y. And it's just like, it almost, yeah, it, it's not that it seems unfair, but it, it's almost, it's, it's an, it feels abusive. It feels abusive to have our liberties taken away from us. Um, and, and the thing and the thing that makes it even so is not just the, the regulations that they've put in place, but if we look at everything that is happening around it. So even when we look at the acquisition of PPE and how that um, mysteriously, most of it got given to companies who were already linked with the MPs and the MPs had stakes and shares within those companies. And so when those companies kind of, their value inflated, they they ate off of that. And then we've got, um, what's his name? Um, is it Matt, Matt Hancock? Bear getting, bear getting physical the, during the lockdown thing. Where, and it's just like, yo, like you, like you guys are actually mocking it. So it isn't just, and, and plus when it came to um, the scientific um, recommendations and stuff, like there were 
rebuttals and disagreements and arguments as to whether this is what the scientific stuff is actually saying. Mm. So my thing is like, I get what you mean about it being hypocritical. I think sometimes I feel like I just don't have time to be upset mm. with some of these things because yeah, yes, it's hypocritical, of course it's hypocritical. And, and you talk about the companies and, and all of those things. It's clearly, um, it, it's clearly, fraudulent no, not fraudulent it's um corrupt you know mm. the, your your companies are getting these PPE. there's clearly corruption there however was it, boris johnson got covid didn't he and he was in the yeah, hospital at one point yeah. so like if he died i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't um, care because wouldn't at the end care. of the day so at the end of the day these things have been put in place to keep it safe now whether or not it's it is the case i look at countries like china I know we don't take a lot of moral um, example from the, the the Chinese government. However, they lock things down super quick. Real quick. And it was to the extent where when the rest of the world was still reeling, you know, they're like zero cases, one case, because they lock things down super quick. I've got a friend um, who moved back to China during this time. She literally got in, out of the airport, they take you to a hotel you're in that hotel you stay there for uh x amount of days they test you if you pass you go to another hotel that now you're you're paying for you're there for another set of days they test you again before you're allowed to go home and they do this for everyone these times people come back into this country there's no one even at the gates checking um and so when I look at that, when I look at New Zealand, um, I know about New Zealand because Dan Hooker, UFC fighter, was literally, and we see this, you know, he's standing there at the gates, at the fence, because he can't go past it, having gone back to his country after fighting. And he's looking at his kid on the other side because isolation and they're doing this and they locked down super quick as well. And again, you're seeing zero cases, one case, yeah. two cases. Yeah. So there's evidence that some of these measures are working mm -hmm. in some yeah, of these countries. Yeah, and facts. therefore, you know, if it's here, again, if these things are, are put in place and to keep us safe, it is hypocritical, but at the end of the day, I don't care. If you do it and you get sick and you die, I ain't shedding no tears. I maybe we'll pray that you go to heaven, but don't know if I've even got time for that, to be very honest. So. Um, yeah, like, Gems travelled recently to Ireland and um, they were like, you need your COVID passport, all of them things there. Bro, she got to the airport. No one checked it. <laughs> Bro, she, she got to the UK airport. She got ridiculous. to the London. No one checked it. She got to Ireland, yeah? At every juncture, they, was, they were checking it. <clears throat> She said she went to McDonald's to go get food. They were like, have you got your COVID passport in a McDonald's? She was like, yeah. I was like, can I see it before you come in, please? Bro, you're hopping the border and no one checked it. And she's like, when she came back, they checked it there. No one checked it here. Yeah. I don't know. And, and it's so silly because UK, like, it's, it's the hub. So many people are coming in. It's like, why won't you put some infrastructure into checking the thing with the border? Herd immunity, innit? Nonsense is what Let it is. All the man them dead off. All the guys with their private private things in the, in the countryside, them man will live on. 
Yeah. That's just keeping yeah. us to keep their houses clean. It's all very silly. And if you think about it just for two seconds, a lot of the stuff they do, it just doesn't make sense. And like, um, you don't even have to be a scientist to know, oh, new variant, lock everything down, close the borders at the very least. Um, but everyone's coming in. Yeah, fam. Yeah, fam. I remember when this Delta was coming from India. India, we knew it was coming from India. People from India were still being allowed to come. <laughs> There's... <laughs> On, on on the flip side, and not, not necessarily to play devil's advocate, but to think of the businesses that are affected, not government-related or, you know, influential people-related businesses, but the everyday businesses. Um, they're, they're, there's a big hit that hits an economic centre like London or like a UK when you start locking things down. They're, 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 it's, it's a significant hit. The problem is... You know, you take that hit early, you take that hit hard, and then you don't have to. You you kind of you kind of take it once and for all, and then you sort of build back up. What they've done is delay, delay, delay. Take it, you take it a little bit, but you're taking it hard. And then you try and you rush back, and it's like you end up actually just. It would have been better to take it once, take it for once and for all, and then sort of slowly build back. Then all these stop and start sort of nonsense that they've been doing so yeah it's silly but yeah, it's I'm sure there's more intelligent people that are saying it's better for the economy or whatever I don't know what they're doing we just I think the, the only prayer I say for the government is the prayer that the bible says pray for your leaders you know pray for kings mm. God, put, God puts them there so yeah you're my leader I pray for you are you guys going to get boosters? Or you've had your two and you're done. You know, I've, I've had my two. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm struggling. I'm struggling because, on the one hand, I do think you know if I, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just they said I should go for a booster. They've sent me like a couple um, messages, and it's just like yeah, I don't know. I think with the with the vaccine itself, it was similar to more what you said when you voted. Um, when you voted leave, it was like, I was, I was just there and I was like, go and get the booster, go and get the vaccine. And so I went to get the vaccine and I went to get the second one. And I'm sort of waiting for that, okay, go and get the booster sort of thing. And it hasn't come yet. So I don't know. My figure is, <laughs> we've had new vaccines, we want us to get a booster. And then probably, I think I saw um, Sajid David say that we need to get another booster in three months time yeah and so i think about what kind of booster do you need to to, to top up every every yeah. three months but it sounds like you guys haven't sorted things out it sounds like you don't really yeah. know what's going on you know and, and that's but i, I yeah. almost see i almost see the boosters as like the free jab mm. where there's there's a free jab every year um i almost see it as that but with that there's like okay cool winter is coming Yes. It's going to be an increased amount yeah, of, of exactly. like cases and stuff, and exactly. we know that there's mutations and stuff. So yeah, and and it's also a seasonal it's, thing, yeah. yeah, and it's it's offered to um like vulnerable adults yeah. and those who may be more susceptible to it, and those who may be asthmatic, and so it will have a more adverse effect on them and stuff. So there's there's underlying medical conditions that would make you more um prone to be um, offered a flu jab but this one is just like everyone everyone have it um but also the the sheer inequality um where like the african nations 
aren't being given vaccines. And apparently the vaccines that they are shipping out are very close to the expiration dates. So a, a batch was sent, um, I saw this on Insta, um, and it, I saw it on someone's page who was a reliable source. Um, I didn't do any research or anything like that, so that's my disclaimer. Mm. But um, Germ- apparently, I'm not going to mention any country's names because I can't remember them pro- correctly, but a country sent a batch in October that expired in November. Yes. And a company sent a batch that was days within exp- expiration. So it's just like, what are you doing? They don't care. That they just want to look like they care. Um, and, and it's like, by the time these things, by the time these things go over, um, that's it. Mrs. just got it up. So um, AstraZeneca vaccine rushed from Germany to November. In month of October, with November and uh, November ex- expiry, Switzerland sent Switzerland sends um, hundred and five thousand with days to expire. Like it's yeah, and then you and then you wanna you wanna um, like black you wanna blackboard them you wanna like put a red tape around Africa. These times you're not actually supporting them. Yeah. I'm not even going to say you're not supporting them. You're not supporting us. <laughs> yeah. I know we're good because we're like West Africa. <laughs> this is South Africans. <laughs> oh, no, this, this is Nigeria. That's oh, West yeah, Nigeria Africa. got put on your yeah. didn't it? <laughs> we're not going to... <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> oh, my days. Them pagans. So yeah, like, if, it comes, if it comes to your kids having to get jabs, are you on it? you not? So do you know what? Like... Um, my eldest is in secondary school and I'm like, yo, from like from my perspective, get um but yeah, that's a whole different situation with her and her mum and everything's there. But I'm like, yo, like go get it. And I think I think it's it's the stories that we have heard. Um the, almost like the one in a thousand stories that we've heard with adverse effects and blah blah blah. Um, and people are like, oh yeah, uh, someone took it and they grew an extra arm. Mm. Um, things. You know, like that. And, and I'm, I'm just like, so how many people do you know who have taken it in comparison to the one person that this happened to? Mm. And then let's flip that. This one person in comparison to how many people have caught it and have died. Let's look at the ratios between those who have been vaccinated and have had adverse effects and those who have caught the virus and those who have died from it. I mean, you could argue that, you know, since like 80, 90% of people who have taken the vaccine, like yeah. say in the UK, mm-hmm. um, the number of cases is not much different from when there was no vaccine at all. But in terms, but surely the number I, of deaths have deaths, gone down significantly. Yeah. And the number of deaths have gone down quite significantly because the thing with the vaccine was where initially they sold it as you get it, you don't get COVID. And then later on went back yeah. and they said, you get it, but it's less likely to kill you. And I yeah. think that's proven to be more true. So in as much as the cases are still thinking, but that's also a factor of the detection has got better. And so they're getting better at detecting when people have it, but the cases, the deaths have significantly reduced. Yeah, uh, It might be a bit morbid, but maybe everyone does going to die of the virus. <laughs> it's already dead. 
and and the, the thing that I was, I was having a conversation with someone who was just like oh yeah now statistically more people with the vaccine have the virus than people who haven't and i'm just like yeah, more people that makes exact that makes sense like more people have the vaccine mm. than don't and so proportionally yes that's going to make sense and so mm. that's not a basis to say i'm not going to get it mm. um yeah so yeah I mean, I, I got the vaccine and a part of it was if, if anything, you know, I've got it. If I don't, if there's nothing happens to me, I can sort of trust a little bit more that nothing will happen to Z and I'll be more open to Z getting the vaccine. But mm. yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I would need to like reproduce again if I, if I am to reproduce to then be like, okay, nothing, nothing is going to happen. <laughs> Before baby comes out of three nipples or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that some people actually have three nipples. So I'm not trying to say you're like a, a virus mutation or something. Yeah, um, you're just a freak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think I think for me the 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 litmus test almost is reproduction and seeing how how that would be but i've actually seen and this is this is the thing that was wild um women who caught covid whilst pregnant and it had like a really really bad effect on them mm. um but then there's as it as it did with like other people as well but there's now the extra concern of the unborn baby um so there's actually a campaign out of mothers who had covid during pregnancy campaigning to raise awareness and to advocate for expecting mothers to to get take the uh, vaccine mm-hmm. um and i was like surely there must be cuz normally like even paracetamol they're like oh you shouldn't you should talk to your doctor if you if you've got not yeah. paracetamol like aspirins and ibuprofens and stuff talk to your doctor before you take it if you're pregnant and i'm like a whole covid vaccine you can take that while i was pregnant that's crazy that's wild mm-hmm. but apparently you can because it's a whole campaign and they've mm-hmm. got like medical stuff behind yeah, them and stuff Mm. um but i'm just like yo like that seems wild because even just regular medication they're still like be careful if you're when you're pregnant Mm. i think the more the more um the more unfortunate thing out of all of this is the level of distrust that we have for the government Mm. or or, or rather the, the level of uncertainty that the government inspires in people because we can't we can't trust what they say and it's like you know you'd, you'd wish to have leaders who will say something and you can trust them yeah but yeah yeah that's where unfortunately you don't a man's talking about vroom vroom pepper pig i know right <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move on let's move off this one now because covid will still be here next year maybe in the year after yeah god forbid but let's let's go over to new york city Okay. <laughs> so uh, my, I, was, I was watching this YouTube channel over there and he was covering this article um, where um, smoking crack cocaine is officially sanctioned at safe injection sites within New York City. So there are places you can go to legally and safely smoke crack cocaine 
they've even got um health um uh, medical people there in case anything goes wrong. But so yeah, hold <laughs> on, quick quick question, yeah, quick question. If you get caught with the crack cocaine on your way there, is it peak for you? I don't or do know. you just need to say, I'm going here. Like, oh, okay, cool. Well, there you go. I guess you see because I guess the, it's like in. that's the space, that's the safe zone. So if you get caught slipping on your way there, you're not there. I guess it could kind of be like swords. Because when we bought our swords, we couldn't take it home, but we had to post it to ourselves. So yeah. you probably you probably have to post So you get your dealer to come stand there yeah, and wait for you. Get to send it there. <laughs> and that's or, or your dealer yeah. or your dealer deals from there. Or, or they've got really good prices. So you'd want to buy it from there anyway. That's wild. Look, if 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 you live in a world where um the standard is what we define, eventually you're gonna have enough people say their standard isn't suiting us anymore and they'll want to change it. And so, so at one point you've seen that you've seen that a lot, isn't it? We've been seeing that a lot. We have been seeing that a lot. I saw um so Ruslan uh KD YouTube channel that's actually gonna be my hookup. Um he did a, a little thing reacting to someone that had written a book about maps who are minor attracted persons, people attracted to minors, <laughs> trying to normalize pedophilia. Um and you know it's it, someone's written a book about this and you know when you write a book i give it 10 years it's going to be legal i give it 10 oh years. dude in 10 years it's going to be a recognized sexual yeah. orientation you know and then in those 10 years they're going to give kids enough rights to agree to something like this hey yo do you know what again i saw a video and <laughs> i saw a picture this 10 year old comedian um one liner just like online dating is hard. Every person I meet ends up in jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's dark. That's dark. You know, so that's that, and, and that's that's going to be the case of the world because of human depravity, which no one wants to admit because you know, but the Bible lays it out pretty clearly. When given the choice, human beings will naturally err towards destruction. That's that's yeah. our default. And so I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at this. I think, you know, in an increasingly secular world, the, the, the target or the aim will always be to satisfy the human desire and ideas like self-control and self-denial will always be seen as less, less than, less than the ideal. Um, and so I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm sure no, there are arguments think, about how mon- um, monitoring it or, or legalizing it will make it less likely to go through, you know, legal yeah. sources and all of that, and there will be all of those things. But you know, I, I, I think I think for the most part, um, I may be mistaken, um, but this, in terms of um, expectation of children and stuff, has been rife for a long time. It is being um there's more documentation around it now and more advocacy against it now mm-hmm. um so like ch- um child brides and like the age like tribals where um, children are being married off to grown men and stuff like that and it was just seen as norm um i've heard of lots of people who 
have been who who have like been abused f- from a young age and then they've spoken to parents and parents have just been like oh yeah do you know what happened to me when I was your age and it's just like yo like these things were almost generational and it's just been normalized in in that way um but now there's a lot more awareness around it and not just awareness as in that is happening but awareness as in like no this is wrong and we need to put an end to it we need to stop it um and it's become a lot more high profile um because even when we look at just just um the catholic history alone and we don't even factor in like tribalism and stuff like that and all of them things there like that alone is horrendous you're you're right but i think the problem is the angle that it will come from i don't think will be along those lines i don't think it'll be along the lines of abuse i think it will be along the lines of independence and identity and stuff like that we're already in a place where gabriel union was like her six-year-old boy or whatever has decided he's going to be a girl or one or the other like a six-year-old is able to choose their gender and people are are rallying for it because you should be allowed to you know i at six years old or whatever you should be able to say yes i was a mistake in a in a in a boy's body i'm a girl in a boy's body i'm a boy in a girl's body and i think when you go through that route and it looks better it looks more appealing to say oh, we're giving him the choice to do with his body, do with her body what they want to do at six years old, four years old, five years old. That's the angle it will come from because if they're able to choose whether or not they are a boy or a girl in you know, the, their respective other body, why are they not able to choose sexual partners? If they've already got an identity sexually, then they're able to choose a, a partner sexually. And that's the angle I think it will go through to, to mm. get it accepted because you have people that are like yeah you know it's their body let them do what they want and kids and yeah so yeah that's mad i'd happily go to jail yeah you can choose what to do with your body outside not in this house Um, what's it called what's it called it's got it got me thinking what happened there yeah well your mic just went on like it's exactly. when you exactly when you're about to, I think it's a conspiracy. Uh, our Zoom's been so, so, someone censoring you, yeah. Like that. My voice will not be silenced, it was, yeah. So, like, thinking about, <laughs> thinking about these injections, I, it, it got me thinking that's Christians where we where do we draw the line between um supporting someone and enabling them at the Bible? So, I read recently, <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, I read recently, right. Oh, I noted this. It's in my notes. But it was Paul, I think, saying, you know, um, when he says to not associate, or let me paraphrase because I can't remember the verse, but it was along the lines of when he says to not associate with, you know, um, people that... First Corinthians 5. I think it sounds... that sounds. We're speaking about the sexual immorality where the guy is sleeping with his dad's wife and he was like, what what are you doing with, with this person? Kick him out. But he didn't tell us to not associate with the sexual immoral outside the world, but yes, rather inside within the church. the church. Exactly. Yeah. And therefore, within the church, there's a standard that we need to abide by. There's a standard we need to abide by, and there's the Bible. And yes, we can have our debates as to what the Bible actually says, but it's there. And when it's there and it's clear, we can live by that. Outside okay. of that is whatever. 
Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. Let's, 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 let's take it down from like a 10 to a 1. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's say, let's say it's not something wild like trying to sleep with your, your dad's wife. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's say that you're just feeling a bit down and recently just haven't felt like praying or reading your Bible. Okay. Um, and yeah, and and you walk and you're with them like, oh, should we say a prayer together? Like, uh, I'm not really feeling it. Sure. Do you leave them because you know they're feeling the way they're feeling? No, no, not necessarily. Maybe and and again, you know, within those terms, yes, there's room for. I'm trying to relate. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to be compassionate. You know, um, but you're feeling sick. I'm suggesting. Maybe take the medicine for the sickness. You're not feeling like talking to God because you're feeling down. Maybe pray. Maybe talk to God. Maybe go into the Word because He is the source of your joy. He is the source of your strength. Now, it's not as simple as that, and I think there's room to walk with you through it. That's that's absolutely fine. But I think, I, and and that's why I went to attend is because it's at those extremes that it becomes ridiculous. But yeah, you could be feeling you could be feeling depressed. You could be feeling sad. You could be feeling down and not want to pray and that's understandable david went through that david went through times where you know he's like so ugh, you know just just down and out read um ecclesiastes is it ecclesiastes yeah um or, or read lamentation you know there's plenty of instances where man them are feeling down elijah was like kill me lord I, let me die i'm done you know man was suicidal god was like take a nap you know um, so you know it's it's uh, those are those are easier because we can walk through that and i think maybe the problem has been that we are or at least maybe sometimes i sound like i'm like nah 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 gung ho gung ho gung ho not necessarily maybe that's how i deal with myself but that's not how everyone needs to, to deal with yeah. things at all yeah definitely in terms of if, if you're still with if you're within the faith but you're not feeling yourself there are some practical things that you can do as Peter is like, have a nap, have a meal. I'm not going to walk. Like, there are some practical things that you can do. Sometimes even it's just not like, even. Sometimes it's not even. Sorry, sorry to, sorry to cut you yeah. in. But just as you're saying, Mo, sometimes it's not even. Let's go and pray and cast these. Yeah. it's like let's go and get bleaker burger and chill. Fam. And just bleaker. You know, like just fellowship, just be together with one another, doing life, and that's fine. You know, but yeah, no. sorry, Mo. Finish, finish. No, no. Like sometimes. Sometimes as Christians, we immediately go for like the, the spiritual solution without mm. looking at the practical. It's like I'm struggling with porn. All right, let's put some let's put some content blockers on your internet browsers. You know, like that. Like, yeah. And let's give let's give somebody else the password who will get a notification if you go into a website that you're not supposed to go into. Now that's real accountability, especially with your wife. Peak. <laughs> It's like, but no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna fast and pray to cast out this lust from me. It's like, bro, it's not gonna work like that. <laughs> it's not gonna work like that. You're hungry for food and hungry to touch your meat as well. You know, like that. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, sometimes there's there's the reality of a practical, even alongside the spiritual. Um, so if, if if someone if someone was going through something. I was like, oh, like, we're about to eat, let's pray. Yeah, no, man, man ain't even trying to pray like that, too tough. For me, that's a red flag. So I'm like, all right, cool. 
trying to talk about it. Like, what's going on? And then from there, be like, okay, cool. All right, this popping off. All right, have you thought about this? Blah, 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 blah. And then we can work you back. I will pray for you. Maybe not in front of you if you're not comfortable with it. But yeah, it's just like walking with you. Um, yeah, sometimes we lean on the, on the supernatural thinking that that's the solution to everything. But even the Bible is like, if you say to someone, be be fully clothed and and like well fed, and you don't actually practically do anything, mm. works about uh, faith of our works is dead. Mm. Goes hand in hand. So your faith in prayer should lead to faith, like to action. That yeah. When, when Jesus first saw this, the disciples after he resurrected, wasn't it like, oh, have you guys got some breakfast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's just come out of death. He's hungry. <laughs> Give the man some food. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. It's, it's not. Yeah. 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 And I do think sometimes love and confrontation is what you need. Absolutely. Be like, okay, okay, I know you're upset, but it's enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like, for real, for real. And, and also personality types, some people need yeah. that, you know. Some people um, need that. I, but, I'll never forget Peter saying that if his dad hadn't beaten him, he wouldn't be the upstanding citizen he is right I now. I literally wouldn't if he hadn't chased me around, <laughs> the, around the house with a, with a hose. A <laughs> hose? Yeah. What kind of kid were you, fam? That was not good. <laughs> But yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to chase Zara around the house, the house, because she's not that bad. So yeah. we'll see when she grows up. Mm. Oh. All right. Final question before we round up, because it's getting kind of late, and I'm kind of hungry, and I think we talked about crack cocaine enough. Um, last question. Never have enough crack. That's what. <laughs> uh, okay. Question. Um, what do you think? In your opinion, what would be the drug of choice for the other two members of the furnace? Sorry? The drug of choice. Yeah. The drug of choice. Yeah. If we were to get addicted to something, what what ways we would get addicted to? Peter's oh, pain. Peter is pain. No, 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 no. <laughs> there has to be a drug. It has to be a drug. It has to be a drug. It would have to be a drug that either intensifies pain or numbs pain that he can fight on. So maybe, potentially, I think morphine. I think it would be morphine. That's a scary or, one. That's a scary one. Um, Cocodamol. <laughs> both, of, both of those are like heavy painkillers, but they're highly addictive. Yeah. So I think when I had my tooth removed, I think I was given Cocodamol and I refused to take it. I kept on taking paracetamol. I was taking a lot of paracetamol, but I was just like, I know this is addictive and I need to say mm. that it's addictive. So I was just like, I don't even mm-hmm. want to try it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I feel like Mo's would be weed just because he's had yeah. experience with that before. You know, I, I feel like Mo, it would either be weed or it would be um, performance enhancing drugs. Nah, weed. I'll go for weed. Anyway. Last time I met Mo outside of uni, Safari, yeah. <laughs> I met him and later on you told me that you were, you were high. Fam, I was high. <laughs> I just saw high. red. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's yeah. why. Do you know what? Yeah. I, like I knew, I knew that like Peter was a Christian. Don, obviously, he spoken. He knew that I was Christian. Blah blah blah. Fam, I have never wanted to be sober so quickly in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Peter and I was like, oh crap! Like I'm gone. 
but I'm trying to hold like a, a civilized conversation with him. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, fam, what are you doing? <coughs> but yeah, that that yeah, that was mad. But yeah, that that was I, I think weed weed would be it for me. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't want to go any, I wouldn't want to dabble in anything outside of that. Because I have got, I am I get addicted to things very easily. So if I try something and I get hooked on it. It's mad. At least with weed, like it's just weed, isn't it? It's legal. But anything else? Yeah. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. Oh, it's Damn. just. Oh, it's, it's just weed. Just <laughs> I think. But if, the... if I try like crack or like steroids or something like that, rap. I think on the opposite end of the scale, Robert thinks so highly of himself. He will be like, "I can take whatever and I'll be fine." So <laughs> <laughs> I think Robert will get like hooked to. I don't know some crack heroin. Yeah, yep. random. No way. I'm, I'm such a shithead. I'm such, a, and I've been watching Breaking Bad and watching that, seeing all these crack feeds. Uh, no mess. Mm-hmm. I'm like that, nah, brother. I can't head up like these people. No, I think that Robert, Robert's drug of choice, would be a suppressant. So within the same vein as as like weed and stuff. Yeah. To help to make him like enjoy the moment all the more, so it would be like mm. ecstasy, some sort of hallucinogen. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it might be it might be mushrooms, you know. This is scary. What this is so scary to me. It might uh-huh. be mushrooms, you know. Because I, I feel I feel like you might be that Don. You might be like that Don from Limitless, mm. where you'd be reluctant. As you said, you're scared about it, but then you'd be put into a situation where it's just like, do or die. Let me try this. You have it once, your pupils dilate, it's a wrap for you. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> you know, I feel like one of, the, one of the main reasons why I don't take drugs is because I see how much money people spend on drugs. Yeah. And, and like, yeah. In my head, I could just never justify spending so much money on like any, any drug that it's just going to, Make me feel my natural for a little bit, and then be out of my system. I'm, I'm, I'm addicted, and it's a whole then maybe, cycle. But this, this is the thing, Ben. You might not spend your money. Someone else's. You might spend somebody else's. Because mm-hmm. I've, no. I've heard, I've heard stories where like dads are selling their children stuff to go get drugs. Yes. It's mad. Yeah, I never want to get that. So I, I think for me, weed would be the most ideal. And even then, like I, I think I tried like weed two or three times. But I don't think I've done it right because, like, I never, I never felt high, and I think that's why I've never tried it again. You didn't <laughs> done it right, fam. You didn't done it right, fam. <laughs> you see, you've tried me. it before. Come holler me. I wish we all get high together sometime. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on Blaze it. Blazing the furnace. Blazing the furnace. Oh, come come on. On. <laughs> Peter. Yo, we should do a episode. If ever you're around me, and I offer you brownies or cookies, don't eat it. Well, let's do a hot box episode. You should you? No, nah, nah, I'm good. Nah, I, I, <laughs> hey. can't, I won't. I won't. I you know, no, but, but but the thing is, yeah, you don't even need to inhale it. If we're hot boxing, you're taking it in. Yeah. Because nah. you're in you're in the same vicinity, vicinity so you're you're inhaling it. You're gonna just see Peter randomly start giggling for no reason. Okay, but, what's um, how about this? Almost a, let's if, if you ever book a trip to Amsterdam, let's take the recording equipment. We'll do a special episode. Fam, I'm on it, you know. Come on. 
I'm on it, you know. <laughs> I am very much not, bro. Like I know this is fairness and them things there, and we just finished talking about Bible and that man's on it, you know. No, no, bro, it's okay because in Amsterdam it's legal, so we're not breaking the laws. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, as well, um, archaeologists found a an incense bowl um, from the temple. And it had like traces of weed in it. Well, I so mean, there's people... that whole there's that whole um, theory that the whole Christian experience and mm. spirituality is all just based on hallucinogens mm-hmm. that they took and experienced this higher power and attributed it to God and, the and Christ. This and, got high. Yeah. So maybe Jesus really was the most high. <clears throat> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, let's round up. Uh, I say something stupid but blasphemous. Like. <laughs> Guy. Hook up. So- <laughs> mm-hmm. Peter. Yeah. Have you tried any drugs before? No. Have you smoked I, I had no, no. I had um only because it was the only thing in the house. I had port once in uni. To see what the effects would be, so I was literally you had, at home you had what? alone. Port, oh, that, isn't that, that wine, isn't the alcohol? Yeah, 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 port, yeah. Port's nice, bro. Port is yeah. so sexy, bro. So I had that. Man said port like he had crack, bro. It's, it's an <laughs> alcoholic drink. Yeah, but I had that once at um at uni. I was at home alone. I didn't have anything to do, and then I had it, and then I did maths to see how it would affect me. There was nothing. So some people You're said such a I, nerd, I bro. Some people said I didn't do anything. I didn't do it right. You didn't do obviously, anything, you have to do it in a social context. But you I need to get wasted. No, I don't believe in anything having control over me or affecting my control over myself. So That's yeah, so why I, I stay away from. I've never been drunk. Robert, have, have you been, been high. drunk? He's drunk right now. I was drunk last night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, Come on. I, I took Andrew out to, uh, for her birthday. And um, I got her like the birthday package, mm. and it came with like a bottle of prosecco, okay. ten shots, and then this thing called the octopusy, <laughs> which is so like it, it came, somewhere. It came on like this, like this thing. So like the like bowl holder was like shaped as, as an octopus, and it was like a bowl, and it was filled with alcohol. Yeah. And yo, oh, where did you take her? <laughs> um, to some ungodly place. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was sick. It was actually my hookup. It was this restaurant called um, Lucky King. Yeah, I'm not going there. <laughs> and it was, so it's like a it's Hawaii. So pussy. Are you? Lisa <laughs> <laughs> and I did the climb the O2 thing for our anniversary, and they gave us complimentary. Prosecco, I think it was like a, a little mm. thing at the top. We were just like, Can you have you got any soft drinks? The guy was like, You sure? I was like, Yeah, had Fanta and Sprite. Very happy. Um, us man be drinking JD and Coke for Banks. I'm one. Like Daniel's a cranberry juice. Bam, mad- oh, I've never tried it. Oh, I, I think it. it's I think it's worth saying the Bible never says not to drink. The Bible mm-hmm. says not to be drunk. And the mm-hmm. reason the Bible says not to be drunk is because you know, then your inhibitions are gone. The natural sort of um, checks and balances that God's placed are suppressed 
by spirits, by alcohol. And that's why the Bible says to not be, well, I don't know if that's why, but, you know, the Bible says not to be drunk. So I have nothing against drinking. It's just on, on, on my own level and some of the dark thoughts that I have, I know I don't want to ever not be in control of my body. So, Fam. Peter, All, right. Madness, All right, straight edge, Peter. Every straight edge <laughs> for my safety and for the safety of others. <laughs> Save the people around him. Yeah. But yeah, hookups. <gasps> um, can I go? I, mean, I can, I can see a scene here. So I can see a scene and Peter, feel free to cut this out. No, don't I cut can, out. Keep it, keep I it. Can, I can see a scene where the police are called. Peter's like standing over someone, beating half to death. He's like drunk. So like, what happened? Should have been talking shit. <laughs> that's not that's yeah. not far from the truth at all, considering some of the thoughts that go through my head. So yeah. Cool. Okay, can I go first with hookups? Yeah, you can, Peter. Yeah. So my hookup is a they're called breakdown channels and they break down, you know, lyrics and stuff like that. Um bar breakdown channels, sorry. So I want to hook up Knox Hill um on YouTube. And I mean he's a he's a stan, so a lot of his songs are um are Eminem, but he also does like uh epic rap battles of history, um uh, any any sort of lyricist, he will he will break down their bars and, and show you the intricacies of what they're doing in the art of rap. And for me, it's it's so much better because it it gives me such a great appreciation for what these guys do with words. Um, and I think anyone can sort of really, if you enjoy rap, you will enjoy breaking it down and and seeing how you know some of the things go way over your head and you don't even notice. So Knox Hill. That's my hookup. Want to go next, Moses? Yep. Hello? Next? You, I said, do you want to go next? Do you want to go next? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I, thought, I thought you said, do you want me to go next? <laughs> um, so my, my one is very straightforward. Um, Arcane. The anime, the anime, yeah. I think Peter's already yeah that's what it up. like a couple of weeks ago yeah but even though he didn't watch up. it even though he didn't watch it I watched that game I watched it a few times speed or something no oh, yeah but it's still no they didn't watch it it's not the same 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 um my hookup is the soundtrack on enemy GRD yeah not not even just not even just that song but the whole yeah. The whole soundtrack on Spotify. Oh, okay, okay. I need to um, the whole uh, thing on Spotify. There's a few. There's like a playlist and stuff like that. I'm hooking up the actual album. Um, yeah, the play the playlist have got like repeats of different songs and different versions of different songs. Long for that. Just hold the album. So yeah, that's my hookup. Is it someone said when hook up Rustland or something like that? Sorry? Oh, I did say I was going to hook up uh, Ruslan. Yeah. Well, no, I'll, I'll hook him up next week. So you're a liar. Disgusting. I changed my mind. Wow. The judgment. I know, right? Uh, 
So my hookup is yes, be yes, and you'll know be no. Yeah, PR, and you hook up, hook up, be a hookup. <laughs> Look at the hypocrisy. <laughs> so my hookup is a restaurant, Lucky Kane, L-A-K-I-K-A-N-E. It's a like Hawaiian island themed Thai restaurant. Where is it at? Where is it? Um, Angel. Okay. Yeah. So north. But yeah, it's really good. Food is great. This place is a vibe. They they played Afrobeats all night. So, you know, whoever's on the DJ team, he's, he's on job. Lots of tropical cocktails for you to pick from. Food is pretty nice. Prices are pretty decent. Yes, it was such a vibe. Such a vibe. And like each table is um like named after a different one of those like islands. So we were on Bora Bora. <laughs> Nice. Well, um, send send the name in the group because I can't. Spell yeah, yeah, yeah. fam, I spelled it out. <laughs> I know, but I was uh, I wasn't paying attention. You know what? As we were talking, I had the most sickest idea. Okay. So I've got Sainsbury's finest chocolate cake in the kitchen, right? Mm. I'm gonna get some peanut butter and put on top of it. Wait, this was the sickest idea you had. Yes. Okay. What? I'm gonna put peanut butter on the chocolate cake. I'm glad that there's noise in the background too. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna indulge no, no, and go to sleep. Actually, now I'm gonna go watch Breaking Bad. Almost finished four episodes left. It's it's been a ride. And here's me trying to struggle through okay. No, on 1.5 speed You really don't notice no, no, The no. difference you know? no, 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 Are you crazy No no, no. Do you know what You guys, you guys Leia, to test dro- it. Leia dropped it up to 1.25 I noticed That she was watching That Barbie or something And then she dropped it down To 0.75 I told her If she did that again I'm going to I'm gonna top ban her From watching Netflix We're <laughs> just ruining the thing Save so much time, man. And the thing is, like, once once you watch it on like one point five speed, when you put back to normal, everyone seems to be tripping. So yeah, (laughs) even audible, even audible, dude. When when you build up, when you build up, it it just it becomes normal, and you're just like, okay. I used to listen to audible on times two. Yeah, this was back in the day when. I was listening to a lot of productivity podcasts and um, clips on Ting. It was like, oh, yeah, I'd go through like 25 books in two hours. Um, so I was like, yeah, times two. Bro, I put it back to times one. Man was talking slow-mo. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Mind you, if it's something like with a, with a book, like with a Bible, um, not a podcast, because the podcast I do listen to at one point, but then she reads it super slow anyway. So like, I have to speed up. But if I'm listening to something I really want to pay attention to, I will drop it down. I'll drop it down to like 1.5 or something. But if it's just entertainment. I think, yeah. The only thing that I can't listen to sped up is the Bible. Yeah. I'd have to be like, yo. But I think because I work in the visual space, I want to appreciate that time and effort that they've put into the visuals. Yeah. So I'm very much like, yo, like this is my craft. So I am going to pay attention to this and see the nuance and stuff like that that they actually put into it. And that's why I've even like started listening to the opening soundtracks and stuff in yeah. in animes and films and, and yeah, series and stuff. Cool. But yes, All right. that's good. All right, let's Bro, round it up. Yeah. Shout out to me for the intro outro music. 
Calvin Turner for the ordinary emotion Find us at Twitter at Defense UK. Instagram, TBS Furnace. You can email us at tbsfurnace.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash furnace apostrophe. On all good podcasting websites and apps, that's been the apostrophe. And that's it. So this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blah. Logan. <laughs>